0: Welcome to Unspoken Truth, where we'll be uncovering life's journeys that make or break us, and those little things that bring us joy or the deepest, darkest secrets we've decided that we take into our grave. The pain and the judgments that we carry each day, and these are managed in all different forms of relationships, friendships, family, and society. Join me on this journey of discovering unspoken truths and changing the narrative. This is from a woman who's just like you: a mother, a sister, a daughter and God's child, and in everything else in between, I'm still an individual riding the waves of life. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. This episode is called Baby Mama with Baby Daddy Drama. Before I start this episode, let me share a few words that best describe single mothers. Tired, exhausted, defeated, perturbed, stressed, breaking down. There's nothing stronger than a single mom with a wounded heart. I know what it is to be a mother. I know what it is to be a woman. I'm walking proof of how hard it is to raise a child alone, having to make life decisions for your child in hopes that one day that decision will pay off. Well, I'm not the only person facing this baby mama with baby daddy drama. So let me tell you a story. I had my child at 20, advised into marriage and I refused. I refused to commit at a young age because of a child. I knew I just lost my life as I had planned it. I needed to go back to the drawing board and see what I could do next. From the time of my pregnancy, I already had baby daddy drama plus his family that made it worse as I felt I was alone in this. Rejecting marriage didn't mean that it permitted him to reject fatherhood. I left my job at that time because I couldn't cope. Doing events and being in constant crowds, it wasn't easy. And my child was threatening to miscarry because of the strain I was under. I left the job and had to leave my apartment and move back to my ex-girlfriend's family home. They were a pure bliss to be around. They made days feel less stressful against all odds. Yes, ex-girlfriend. That's a story for season two. So moving right along. I had to restructure my life. He never showed up at doctor's appointments, nor cared about the results at the clinic. Every clinic appointment, my ex-girlfriend was there. To the very first kick, morning sickness, cravings, He knew nothing about that. He never even knew the importance of buying vitamins. Completely nothing. I later left the country to have my son. I needed family support also. I had no job. How was I going to raise this child? I had prenatal depression. My doctors and my therapist would say I have PTSD from my pregnancy. I have no... Pregnancy pictures of myself, not even one. I hated seeing myself. I can't remember if I could even look in the mirror and look at myself. I was caught between a rock and a hard place. Leaving the country did make it better. I had my aunt who stood by me. Her efforts of making me feel less burdened, she tried. We just had each other. So I wasn't completely alone, but our little life on foreign soil. We had little means to go by, but we made it work. Every doctor's appointment, I would walk about an hour going, another hour coming back. I hated public transport. It just used to get me so sick. So I had to suffer walking. I didn't mind it though. It kept my mind clear. Let's fast forward. I gave birth later And flew back to South Africa when my son was six months. And this was the beginning of how I had to put in the work while baby daddy was just chilling. He didn't know the price of milk or nappies. I had to figure it all out. I only received money once from baby daddy's father. Once and never again. That day told me that I had to be stronger. I had to put it in the time to raise his son while he went around showing people pictures of his son. I can count the time his mother put in more effort than he ever did. He hustled, but I never saw the efforts. I still had to survive. Going back to the working world was hard. I got a job in Santon, earning a thousand rand in 2009. That wasn't money. It got me to work, helped me feed my son, but it didn't clothe him. I had my friends helping me to raise my son. Though because God is gracious, I worked damn hard from single digits to double digit salary. I did it. I did it for my son. But in all of it, my life moved slowly and got more stressful. Where was he to pick up some of the weight? 11 years later, we're still here. I'm still waiting. I still await him to call and pick up the weight even if it's 500 rand to use as tuck money or buy his school shoes he screams about co parenting when he has never bought even underwear for his son all he knows is well spoken son with a foreign accent bragging about how he's growing and how good he is in sports but does he doesn't know the price of what the accent in sport cost me and my family The number of single parents in black communities is crazy. These single parent households have been in our generations for the longest of time. Black men disappointing us. Yes, black men disappointing us, running the streets, heads held up high, flashy cars, dressed to impress but cannot feed their kids. Black men with long ass trailers of children, making them like popcorns but running away from responsibilities leaving the black woman struggling to put bread on the table. She can't even buy herself underwear or do her hair so that the world can't see her scars and the life choices she has made. She's left vulnerable. Dreams are a distant memory. Now she's an oiled machine working day and night to balance her life. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at days to come. Proverbs 31.25 Society then says We raise our children as weapons to fight the fathers out of their kids' life. That's pure nonsense. Where are they when we have sleepless nights? Where are they when we have to carry the load and answer questions we have no answers to? Deadbeat fathers. Or should we call them sperm donors? Whatever title that best suits. Men need to be reminded of their responsibilities. We do not need to back down just for the sake of peace. In reality, our lives as women take a big hit because we compromise. We compromise when these men continue living as if nothing has ever happened, forgetting the full proof of life that walks and talks. I am still here waiting waiting to learn and understand how do we change that narrative? How do we hold men accountable for their duties as fathers? I am here still puzzled, trying to figure it all out. The one thing I know is, it is hard to be a parent alone. Does he know that? Does he even think, how am I doing it on my own? I have dreams too. I'm human too. Baby daddies need to step up and play their part. We need to call out these bad behaviors. Even if society can judge us, but we need to do just that. Call it out. Fight a good fight. We can't always be the strong ones. It's truly tiring. Black women stand tall. Black women raise the child. Feed them, clothe them. We do all that in hopes that one day it will get better. The one day that we are not even promised will come. To describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane in its perfect power or the climbing or falling colors of a rainbow, Maya Angelou. So this is dedicated to all baby daddies, aka deadbeat fathers. It goes something like this, dear deadbeat fathers, thank you for giving us the precious gift of life. Thank you for leaving us to do the work. We might come across crazy sometimes when we're kicking and screaming. You made us act like that. We're just tired and fatigued. We just see red. We will come for the other woman because she's just collateral damage. Forgive us. Step mummies. we just have had enough with the drama of your man. Yes, we will talk trash about how you do nothing and never show up in your child's life. That's the truth. Why should we stop telling the truth? The sad reality is that our children must face the drama and have to feel the strain. It is sad because you have the power to change that. You have the power to show love, the power to be present. You just choose not to. So deadbeat fathers, aka abo baby daddy, thank you for nothing. But we won't rest till you do the right thing. Yours truly, baby mamas. Youth fades, love droops, the leaves of friendship fall, a mother's secret hope outlives them all. Oliver Holmes. To all baby mamas out there, you're not alone. It takes a village to raise a child. Together we stand, divided we fall. Do not ever feel like you have to bear the burden alone. Fight for your child. Fight for your sanity. If you have baby daddy, tell him to take it up with me. I can have a word with him if you're scared. The truth of the matter is we have to fight a good fight. A fight for our children, to have them form a relationship not just with us, with them too. How can we raise a society of yet another generation, of boys without fathers, of girls with with daddy issues? We have seen the outcome of this, the psychological burdens, we have carried them. And our children are inheriting the same traumas. The same psychological traumas. We must be the change. So, baby daddies, act right. Let's stop the cycle and change the narrative. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones who've been who we've been waiting for. We are the change we seek, Barack Obama. Think about it. We need to change the cycle. With that said, I can't wait to publish episode nine. We'll be talking about a more fun topic women and sex. Like Moonchild says, pussy power. So stay tuned, as it will be my longest episode, and I shall have a guest or two. Can't wait. Make sure to listen with your partner and let's learn. Follow me on Instagram and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. Until the next episode, remember to do what you got to do so we can do what we want to do. I thank you.